Raf, how are you? Very well, Josh. How are you, mate? Very good. Thank you for um, sitting here and telling me your woes. Uh, Episode one of Advice for Blokes podcast, which is 100% not affiliated in any way, shape or form with blokesadvice.com, although I do recommend you go over there and check out their merchandise. Um, Raf, I I think from my side of things, I decided to actually have a crack at doing this because over the last um, six or 12 months, well, particularly the last six months, I've started to suffer from um, massive levels of depression, anxiety and you know, suicidal thoughts, that kind of stuff. Mm. And I had thought about starting a podcast that was Don't Kill Yourself. <laughs> and uh, I ran that by a couple of mates and they said that's a very depressing title. So I wondered if mm. Don't Kill Yourself dot 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 yet was possibly more uplifting. Um, <laughs> and you're definitely one of the smartest, most articulate guys I know. So I would love to have you along for the ride and Thank we'll you. figure that's out what um, the fuck happens that's from That's a big here. one coming from you. Yeah, I'm a massive cunt. <laughs> You fucking dog cunts. There we go. Nice one. Got a sound grab yeah, in there well straight said. away. Um, so I think the easiest thing for you to touch on from the outset is probably... Um, right, let's take it back to young Raf. Old Raf, who is young Raf. Mm, absolutely. Old Raf would have done that. Um <laughs> Based on where you are, based on where where you are at this position in your life, and you work in uh, the digital space. Yes, so you work for Perry at Missing Link. Yeah, um, that's right. And uh, Perry's a mutual friend as well. Um, check him out, uh, Perry Lee Henderson. Is that's that? correct. Yeah, yep. Has he got the dot coms? He's doing a Perry H branding at the moment for his personal brand, but any of it can be found through um, any of the Missing Link social media. Hit the Googles. Yes. Um, so. How have you ended up working for Perry, I guess? Um, I came back from uh, working in Melbourne for a couple of years. Um, I worked in the bike industry, well, up until now, worked in the bike industry my uh, my whole life, basically. Um, as in push bikes? Yeah, in push bikes. Um, mm. was racing BMX as a kid, um, all the way up till about 18. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, started working in the bike shops, and then that led me into a career in... Uh, working for the the brands, the wholesalers, the distributors in Australia and went down to Melbourne um, for a pretty cool job down there and was in marketing for uh, Monza Imports, which was a distributor of some rather large brands. Did Monza do a, um, a bunch of car stuff as well? Did yeah, they, they did. Steering they did, wheels um, and seats. They did and Alpine Stars, so that covered... Um, oh, they did Alpine Stars as well? Yeah, it covered Jesus. motorsport um, okay. all over, you know, motocross, motorbikes mm. and, um, yeah, car racing as well. Uh, I worked in the bike division exclusively, so you know brands like Fox Racing, uh, GT Bikes, Cannondale, Mongoose. Um, All right. So worked down there for a while, two years. Uh, didn't really know while I was down there, but I was extremely depressed. Um, a lot of poor choices. Wasn't managing my money, my health, or anything. Um, but yeah, came back. All right, that's a cool story. But have you started managing your health and finances better now? Yeah. Absolutely. It's taken me a while. I go through uh, phases of getting on top of it, but uh, definitely, you know, being 30 years old now and kind of grown up a bit um, (laughs) and learn a lot along the way. Mm -hmm. It's um, finally kind of settled in at 30 that it's kind of really sunk in. I've stopped a lot of the impulse, stupid decisions I'd make that I'd justify through any means necessary to kind of um, get them past, you know, my partner or, you know, friends who thought what I was doing was maybe a little bit inappropriate or not that smart. Um, and, you know, I was only, I was my own worst enemy, I think, most of the time. Mm. 
Um, so on that one, before you um, <coughs> follow that trajectory to the end, so your friends, what was your interaction with your friends like over, say, the last five years? Because you're 30 now. Mm. I was fortunate enough to beat your 30th. Um, but w- how has your interaction with your friends been? Like, have you have you had a transition between? I guess uh, for me, when I was younger, even five, ten years ago, was this idea or idyllic view of what friends should actually be. And then, as everyone starts to kind of develop their own lives and and and, and branch out, you, someone who was eight years ago your best friend, you might look back on now and go, I don't know how the fuck we ever got along. <laughs> I. Don't think of well. I've all my friends now. Yeah, about ten years we've been friends for, or a little bit less. But um, there's definitely so many people um, along that time period that I look back and just think, how like how it must have been so disillusioned to think you were yeah. actually friends. Um, and I've seen that you know widely across um, the friend circles that I'm in. That so many people are, you know, you look at certain groups you may have hung out with, or certain people or individuals, and just think they weren't great friends they didn't have your best interests at heart Mm. it was all just very situational very social focused um so no depth to it and no one to really you know support you Mm. it's certain people of course we've got a very amazing friend circle that are very supportive and i'm quite lucky i know some people aren't that lucky with really good friend circles okay so here we are 20 what is this 2019 yes what do you reckon it takes? We, we, we will reference heavily all, a lot of the content that's being published regularly on, um, on the Blokes Advice Facebook page. Um, that but... going down well. <coughs> that's my eighth. Um, 2019, uh, we've never been more connected, but I feel like we've never been more disconnected as a species. So without getting into the fucking conversation around where Facebook's, Instagram, whatever, they're fucking here. They're massive going companies anywhere. and they're going to be here for a long time. Although they did say that about MySpace. <laughs> what, um, what is it these days that you could do to be an authentic friend? I think that's probably something I've struggled with a little bit. Like I, I tend to find that I try to be as generous with my time and money with friends, always offering up uh, some of... <coughs> Excuse me. Some of my frustration comes from you see people like on Are You Okay Day, mm. and people post up these fucking arbitrary <laughs> bullshit comments yeah. on Facebook, and they're like, oh, "I'm just putting it out there. Any of my friends that just want to have a talk at any time, all you have to do is ask me." You can literally call that friend up ten minutes after they've made that post and say, "Hey, man, look, I'm having a really fucking rough day. Um, I need to have a chat." And they will go, look, I'm just at work at the moment. Probably not a great time. How about I give you a call back, you know, seven Wednesdays from now. (laughs) So so what is it, based on the fact that we do interact on these social platforms, should they be used more so as a, almost like a conduit to enhancing the existing direct interaction that we have with each other which is encouragement of course we, we live in australia we're going to take the fucking piss out of each other that's yeah, just how we are for us. um but it sh- i see the social platforms as being that but how would you say that you could go about being an authentic friend these days when you work in a social media space um mm. you often referring to social media as such a powerful tool for businesses or people to connect but the reality is i think um as to reiterate almost what you said, it's um, we know it's it's almost causing a very large disconnect and there's a lack of authenticity in how people interact 
Um, yep. And if anything, I think you just need to get off social media when it comes to having real connections with your friends. And so you you guys are currently working. You're working on uh, you're doing ads on Instagram and whatnot, right? Or yes. just on on the Facebooks? Yeah. Okay. Cool. So the gram. I saw something on the gram. I'm not a massive user of the gram. Mm. I do know enough to know what's called the gram. The Instagram. Did they something about removing the likes in Australia or something? Yeah. So. Not an expert, uh, but they got rid of the likes. Um, mm-hmm. and that's about all we know. It's um, in testing in a number of countries around the world. Yeah. And um, I th- to, it's really to enforce or to seem like they're enforcing um, better connections and less vanity metrics and people making judgments or decisions on engaging with content on the quality of the content rather than the amount of likes that are already under it. Um, and I even noticed myself, uh, even today, using it that, I was on there for quite a while, actually, having a bit of a relax between some hard yard work. But yeah, um, you were working hard all day. Yes, um, chopping wood. <laughs> um, oh, hold on, today's Saturday. Yeah, okay, fair enough. Yep. Yeah, well, I don't always work Saturdays; just every uh, every three of a month. Um, so I even noticed myself not looking or glancing at the engagement numbers and just looking at the content in making an engagement or a comment if it was something okay, I was interested well, that, in moving that's on. Interesting. So would you posit then that? Um, that's actually going to mean the consumers of the content are actually engaging in it in a more meaningful way. Or yes. you, or, or I, I thought that the whole idea was we're trying to encourage people to be less suicidal, so we're not going to show you the likes, so you can't know how many people like your shit. Well, a, a user can see how many likes you've had on your. So when you put a post up. Yeah, the public can't see the likes on it, but you know how many you get. Oh, you do. Yeah, so you get five, and you still want to kill yourself, you know? It's uh, <laughs> fuck. Okay, well that's not really going to work. No, it's and it's definitely I don't think it's built around that um, premise, which kind of makes it a mildly shady. But I think no, I think there's an element of of truth to uh, changing the engagement. But you know, there's a difference between scrolling down and seeing, um, you know, something on you know, send it or brown cardigan, highly engaging, humorous content. It doesn't matter how many engagements. If you scroll onto it and you see that this is something that's funny or engaging, it didn't matter that it had a thousand, a hundred, whatever amount of engagements, metrics that you could yep. see, it was irrelevant anyway. You know, you're going to engage with it. Mm. Um, so I'm not 100% sure where they're going with it yet, but we'll, no, we'll, we'll see, see how it plays out. We're a test bed. Yeah, exactly. Um, Okay, so so back to that. So so being an authentic person who's actually present in the... My thing is people being present in the moment. How to be an authentic friend. Right, but even just... You say, come around and have some beers. Mm. Fucking beer's fantastic. Um, yes, cheers. Cheers. Where's my beer? Where's your beer? Fuck, there it is. Cheers. Uh, so you come around and have some beers. The thing I fucking hate is when you turn around, uh, we have some mutual friends that do this, mm. <coughs> sitting there taking six, seven photos to put on their fucking Instagram profile. Like, and, and they'll be separated from the group while this is happening yeah. or they'll be standing there with that fucking arm up in the air like, <laughs> you the boys. Yeah, and I just think, fuck, you're not really here. That fucking pisses me off. Yeah, you see that a lot and it's really frustrating and um, I... You know, I think it's one of those things that, you know, especially having a girlfriend that of the same age as me, you know, or a little bit like younger, she's 29, um, and seeing that kind of demographic in social circumstances, just mm. it all has to be documented for social media and it, it's extremely frustrating. And I know me and my partner have had a few back and forths and, you know, she's making an active effort to not be like that and to not 
just that can't be the motivation, you know. If you don't get your phone out during a social or a trip or anything, it doesn't matter, you know. It was all about the experience and to get oh, off fuck the phone. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, even I, for a while there, and I'm kind of still been doing it, um, when I get home from work, the phone is in the bedroom on charge when I walk in the door yep. and I'm hanging out with my family, um, play PlayStation, have a beer, do housework, might do some extra work if it needs to be done. Mm. Um and this might be me being mildly kind of going back to being an authentic friend, being a bit of a shitty friend because there'll occasionally be conversations, maybe in a, a you know a close friend group chat where we might on like organize. Facebook Messenger or something. Yeah, something yep. or even a text group chat um, yep. that we. No, have. It's only for you losers that use iPhones. <laughs> what you can't get that on Android, can you? Mate, what is it? Blue bubble versus green bubble. I've heard that fucking thing. There's some sort of psychological game that Apple are playing with us. I feel like I'm um, I'm really old right now. I've forgotten what that means. <laughs> but um, yeah, yeah. So if you open up your um your i is it iMessage or I don't fucking oh, know. Well, iMessage. Go to a message. I was setting this up for mum the other day because mum. You know. So if someone texts you text texts you from a uh, a non Apple phone, or they don't have that um, iMessage, it comes in green. Yeah, that's the one. So it's the green bubble versus the blue bubble yeah or whereas the people with the iphone theirs comes in blue so if you're on a group chat with a bunch of iphone people like perry sent me a text message the other day which i assume was for a group chat mm. a group text message thing yeah he oh, would have ever just separated yeah, he sent it, sent it well he sent it to everyone he added me into that group and he sent it but you don't get in the, the group, message said something like i'm home alone who wants to come over and shag me <laughs> But I'm no longer, I'm not in the rest of that conversation. All I do is get a text message from Perry. And when I write back, it doesn't go back to the entire well, group. You'll only come with an Android. You need to get a fucking iPhone. I don't want to. <laughs> I use uh, Apple laptops, but there's absolutely no chance I'm going to get a fucking Apple phone. Um, to um, creature of habit, I don't think I could change oh, it. Dude, I, I cannot. The, the Android thing, once I first jumped onto it, um, I was a little bit uncomfortable, mm. but... Now I'm, I'm, you know, I'll, I'll burn a phone every year for 350 bucks. That's all it is to replace. And these, this is a Galaxy J8. Admittedly, I have had some issues, but I'd much rather do that and stay on a $50 a month contract with Telstra for like 30 gig data mm. and um, unlimited phone calls and texts and whatever. Pardon me. Anyway, so <coughs> um, phones, well, that's fun. Well, that was a segue from uh, authentic friendships, I think, and... What to, what so to do. what do you think authentic friends have Androids or Apple phones? They no, they have Apple so they can stay in touch in groups. Uh, yeah, Only cunts have Androids. When you use WhatsApp, you fuck with. <laughs> what is WhatsApp? What is WhatsApp? That's how people do I'm drug dazing. deals. I've heard. <laughs> no, there's other things for that, but apparently they're uh, they don't work anymore. Are you referring to Wicker? That's the one. <laughs> yeah, Wicker. WhatsApp, WhatsApp is service. also encrypted though. Just so you know. Um, there's always um, the tinfoil hat wearing people that read a Vice article and think it's no longer uh, encrypted anymore that you're mm. we're giving it to the Russians they're going to <laughs> expose your drug deals <laughs> <laughs> or your family business cause there's a lot absolutely of people, no chance the Russians are going to expose your drug deals no they're going to encourage them <laughs> um, okay cool so you and I we're, we're sort of um, equally involved in the uh, in the POMcast at this point yes um what are your, um, I guess, for anybody who happens to pick this up and run with it uh, in their earbuds while they're uh, out there driving a tractor or riding a horse or uh, being doctors or... What, mean, are, what, are, what are other men jobs? Don't ask me. I work in an office and have dainty fingers. Right. So... Uh, I chop wood today. I'm a big boy. <laughs> you mean you got wood today. That's about... <laughs> <laughs> well, that too. <laughs> um, so, fuck. 
Where was I? Yeah. Off the rails. So what? Um, <clears throat> what? Uh, based on the fact that we've got this this premise, this theme of advice for blokes. Hmm. Um, the only guy that I would ever stand over and give authentic um, advice to in my life because I, I tend not to be I'm an arrogant fucking piece of shit for we sure. know that yeah okay well you do and I'm arrogant too which is if you ask anyone that knows me they'll tell you the same thing so That's it's probably a good combination of you're people you're like arrogant like light yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, the only person even though people might think I'm arrogant I don't ever give direct advice to people at all I say this has been my experience this is maybe why it didn't work. This is maybe why it did work. But you read into that what you will and you make your own decision. However, the only person I would stand over the top of and give a real fucking ass beating to would be 17-year-old me. Is the only person that I feel I have any authority over. Mm. So if you would to cast your mind back those 13-some years to when you were a 17-year-old boy masturbating presumably two more times per day than you currently do. Ferociously, yes. Uh <laughs> What is what is that advice that you would step back and give to young Raf? Shit, that would um that would be a uh, podcast series that would last a long time. All right, you give all you can do is you walk out of that you walk out of the closet that Raf seems to have been hiding and jerking off, and then young Raf, obviously not old Raf, you masturbate in the middle of the street now. I was actually thinking about this the other day. It's it's, it's funny that you we've gotten to this point. Was it was really to not care what other people think and don't buy things mm-hmm. or get yourself into shit tons of debt in anything to impress anybody male female family friends it doesn't matter and all you're going to do is dig a fucking hole for yourself and Mm -hmm. be miserable and set yourself back years and years and I you know as that was me doing that I'd give that advice to myself and I still see people that have been a few years younger than me on my Facebook page I maybe knew them from school and I see what they're buying what they're doing you know, maybe I'm casting judgment. Um, I've never told any of them. I see what the choices they're making and I just assume that they're probably making the same fucking mistakes I am just to impress a girl or their mates. Okay, that's interesting. So that would be your one takeaway, would be worry about money more. Uh, be more sensible about it. I was so worried about money that the money I had, I had to just buy as much shit, like get in debt or loans for cars, clothes, mm. buy things that I didn't need had no respect for money, all to prove to people who didn't really care, and I'm probably not friends with any of them anymore, that I'm I'm doing okay. I've got a good job. Or I have money. I can buy a car. Mm. Um, that really fucking created some problems for me, that mindset of needing was that to... The, uh, was that the Liberty Wagon? Uh, no, that wasn't the first fuck-up I did. Wasn't it? No, I had heaps... I mean, you don't have a fuck-up when you buy a Subaru. No, not a no. genuine Japanese import either. It was, And the colour and the rims, if anyone saw a picture, I'm sure we can dig one up and yeah. uh, put it out Actually, there. Actually, let's, let's just touch on that briefly. We'll come back to uh, your financial woes, um, or as I call um, financial knowledge now. Mm. Because it is knowledge made now. Massive yeah. fuck-ups. Um, but it was, you're going to set up the, um, the face balls. Yes. Let me, um, can I, how do we find out if the, the things, are, so uh, it's beers and fears, I suspect. Raf's just going to confirm that we're actually going to have that available. Mm-hmm. And um, I assume you can just, if it's on Facebook, you can set it up on the gram or you have to do two different accounts? No, you got to do two different accounts. Um, I don't even know. My- <laughs> <laughs> oh, look at that. 
I don't even know if I'm going to be able to do it on my phone. This is how, you know, I'm supposed to work in this industry. I have no fucking idea what I'm doing. I wouldn't worry about it. No, I, haven't got a f- I wouldn't even know how to start it. No, I only know how to access pages, not create a page. Yeah, so I'm going to... Best thing probably go to... Um, I'll go to my private browser. Oh, shit, why is there Pornhub tab still there? Um, <laughs> fucking hell. Um, oh, that's interesting, actually. I did a little bit of... um. Reading into the uh, the porn industry, I mean, it's it's fucking fallen on its face in terms of income these days, at least for the actors, which well, is a real shame because they're the ones putting the holes on the line. <laughs> the uh, most of it's now, I think, most of it's owned by Manwin, which is an ironic name. Manwin. Manwin. Because men are winning. Oh fuck! Uh, that was an iPhone hitting concrete. Wouldn't have. Uh, we have a drum roll to see if the yeah, screen is broken. Uh, hold on, I don't have a drum roll here. Let's just uh, we'll just hit something. Get that up, you fucking dog cunt! There we go. Oh, That's our mate. drum roll. We're all right. Didn't break. have a look at that. Manwin Productions, I think it's called. Did we just get onto porn that fast? Porn's an interesting thing. I rarely watch porn these days. I reckon go back six or seven years ago, I might watch it two or three times a week. But um, now, would it, I reckon last night was the first time I'd watched porn in probably six weeks, and I got sick of it after five minutes. And not because I'd blown my load and, <laughs> and kind of pissed off to bed, but I was just like, oh, I don't care. Mate, I'm close the close it down, and the second it's over, the, and the shame rolls in. <laughs> then I'm gonna clean the mess up off the Apple logo on the did back you, of my MacBook. Did you hear the uh, who's the dude off um, Friends, Matthew Perry? Did you yeah. hear his story? No. All right, so Matthew Perry was talking about... I think it was Matthew Perry. Let me just hit the Googles. Um, Yes, it was. So Matthew Perry got home from uh, work, presumably fucking the spine out of Jennifer Aniston. And, (laughs) I don't know, allegedly. And he got home, um, decided he was going to rub one out, went into his lounge room, bang, 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 speakers on, no doubt. Like, he's got some fucking crazy awesome sound system. And uh, he's... Chucked on the telly, sounds cranking, rub one out, like you said, immediately once it's over, filled with shame and dread. What the fuck have I become? Like, a, you know, a big night on the coke at six o'clock in the morning. You're like, I don't know why I've done this. And he uh, turned the TV off and realized that he's like, oh, fuck, I can still hear the sound. Realized he was playing the porn through his outdoor speakers. <laughs> <laughs> oh so his neighbours have no doubt got an earful of whatever the fuck was going on. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, back to being um, an authentic friend, I think is where we'd left off before we diverged. We went back to Young Raph too. Oh yeah, that's right. Let's go to Young, young Raph. The advice I would give. Right. So you'd say don't spend your money so... Yeah, I was very disillusioned. I was very disillusioned and thought that um, that I never did terribly, terribly well with the girls. Um, not that I'm particularly ugly. Or, no, you're a very or, handsome gentleman. Oh, good looking. I have. I'd give you a I have solid red nine. hair and freckly skin. That's yeah, always a that means a you're unique. Up. It means I had a nightmare in high school, basically. Mm. But um, I thought that having a nice car um, would help me impress my mates and girls. Um, and buying nice clothes with the little amount I earn every week would mean anything. Uh, so I got myself in some pretty substantial debt early on with quite a small wage. Um, you know, it was only $10,000, but when you'd never saved a dollar in your life, you'd literally live paycheck to paycheck from Macca's to the bike shop. Um, <laughs> and <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> uh, and then... Um, you know, a mate of yours has a very nice uh, $30,000 WRX that you really want one of those one day. 
Um, who was that friend? Um, I made him mind Daryl that I used to hang out with about Daryl. Was I when I nineteen, eighteen? I think I had my nineteenth birthday, possibly at his place, um, or my twentieth. But basically, so I went what did he have at GCA? No, he had actually no. Daryl was um, yeah. So the mate I'm talking about wasn't Daryl. It was um, no. Brock. He had a GCA, and then I had a mate Brock, later. Brock, that's the name of the guy that started Blokes Advice. Oh, really? .com. Go there and uh, check it out for your merchandise needs. Yeah, give them some eyeballs. Um, not balls, eyeballs. Give um, them some money. So then I had a... What did I... I did something really stupid, basically. I had um $10,000 loan. I think I had it for six months to a year. And that was a really boring car, having a 2004 Ford Courier Trayback. And no. I really wanted a... Really? B, I really wanted a BAX R6. So I uh, traded my... $10,000 car in for $5,000, not even a year later, um, and got more debt and spent $16,000. Now I'm up to $21,000 debt on a, let's say, a $10,000 car. And what was the car? BA XR6. You bought a BA XR6, not yeah. turbo. Five-speed manual leather. Yep. I loved it. It was fucked. It had been in the uh, floods in Newcastle. I bought it from, what the fuck's the name of the Toyota? Massive Toyota dealer, Cardiff. Um, and... I was very stupid, had no mechanical car knowledge and never wanted to ask for anyone's help with cars, which has probably gone on till this day because I never want anyone smarter than me to say, you can't have it because it's fucked. <laughs> so I bought this car, blind purchase, basically went up there. They were very happy to get rid of it. I was extremely happy with the car and then all of a sudden some problems started happening. Um, I eventually wrote it off. Um, ripping skids? Yeah, ripping skids at Summersby. Um, I thought I could drift. Well, up on that uh, little cul-de-sac area I there. used to do that every morning on the way to work. On, um, that's, that's a dead end, Raph. It's not really on the way to work. Well, I had to... I went on a massive detour. <laughs> I always left early as well. Um, I uh, pulled off the freeway and the clutch was no longer working. So I didn't know how to bleed a clutch, but I always carried... Um, clutch fluid and pop the bonnet I topped it up pumped clutch fluid you mean brake fluid well dot yeah, four yeah. it's all the same shit isn't it <laughs> yep. uh, pumped the clutch a few times and then I was very grumpy because shit was happening to my car while I was in debt I probably wasn't even I was probably barely paying for the loan repayment and the insurance um, and I skidded the whole way out skidded out of the street and then started steering every which direction with foot flat to the floor trying to save this thing and put it into a guardrail which it burst into flames which was really quite exciting wow that's a real mouse trick that one um and then my door wouldn't open while it was on fire so mm. it got good um and then a guy in a mini cooper slid in handbrakey pulls out his extinguisher from under the driver's seat because you needed him in those things because they are a fire bug and uh started to put it out and then i was like banging on the door all it needed was a bit of extra strength i was probably a bit too in shock to even do it and he got me out of the car um, and it wouldn't go out and kept burning. And then a towie... Where was this fire? Under the um, under the bonnet? Under the bonnet, yeah. And then the towie turned up. He pulled out quite a large extinguisher. Um, he started putting it out. Um, the little extinguisher from the guy in the Mini Cooper, it's empty on the ground. The towie's massive cylinder, empty, and he's like, it just gets more hectic. The fire's it's electrical fire, obviously, wouldn't stop. And then the fire truck comes around the corner and they're like, well, we're not going to use a fucking hose. And they get out another cylinder and they're pumping this thing full of this powder that just smells like dead fish or anchovies. It's fucking horrendous as well. If you tr mouse 
when his car caught fire one of the times. <laughs> um, he, uh, yeah, ended up with that white powder in his engine bay and it's fucked. It's basically cement. Like if you try and hose it out, it just turns into cement well, and the, then it's just there until the good kicker the was time. that. So they did this. It wasn't going out. So one of the fire, he's got a massive set of cutters and just cut all the main lines from the battery. Um, but my door had been, the one that was busted was left open and I'd opened the back door to get some shit out, which someone was like, don't do it. I'm like, I'm going to do it. It's not going to burn me. And the car was filled with this fucking powder, the whole interior. Um, I got done with negligent driving because the tires were already bald. Um, the cop kind of had a bit of a chuckle at my story, trying to say that it just went and I just tried to say, you know, being, mm. what was I at the time? Probably 18, trying to tell some bullshit story about how I wasn't being a fuckhead and uh, it didn't work for me. So um, I was got really lucky, actually. The insurance company rang me, said we don't know if it's going to write off. Um, and then I rang them and said, well, you need to replace the whole interior because it's fucked and stinks. And so they rang me back later that day and said, yeah, it's going to be a total write-off. Um, you luckily have a gap policy on... So I paid... it. They, which covered the whole. So this is a car you paid sixteen grand for, which you are now in debt twenty one thousand. Twenty one thousand. So I was covered. You had an insurance gap. policy that was. What was your? Um, My car was value? insured for sixteen. Sixteen. Okay. And then I had a gap all the way up to twenty one. Okay. And oh wow. Oh, based on your. Okay. So the gap policy covers whatever finance you have. Yeah. Well, they were like, we're not going to give you more money without a gap policy because it's high okay. risk because you're left with debt. Yeah. And um, you're eighteen. And I'm 18 and I'm a yeah. fuckhead. So that all paid out. I had no debt. I got my get out of jail free card. You did. Guess so what, what did you do? You got some more debt? Oh, I went, I went double down. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. You, you wouldn't fucking believe yeah. it, honestly. Nah, would. Pardon me. Um, but um, it just got worse, basically. I think I ended up with a 1982 um, Toyota Corolla. That was probably my favorite car. 82. Of- so that was the front wheel drives then. The A82. I, I think... Yeah, that's, was it the 86 and 87? Is it based on the year? Is it based on... No, no. So the A82, well, I think was the first of the front-wheel drive Corollas. It was a real boxy little thing. Um, I was the second owner, actually. I bought it off an old lady. Um, it only had 110,000 kilometers on it. That was it. That was it, A82. For okay. those listening, we will um, arrange for that to be published. Um, so I had that... Oh, yeah, hi, mum. Sorry, one yeah. of the... Yeah, hi, mum. <laughs> hi, dad. Fucking cunts. Perry. Uh, <laughs> don't find me. Um, Lapa. Um, so, yeah. um, the funny thing about the car that got been second owner. So, the old lady, um, heavy set old lady. She was The fat. driver's seat it's was, okay, you can say was like a bride bucket seat that had been bolted to the floor. So bride it, as in Brute. Yes. Yeah, yeah, the Japanese seat. I know yeah, yeah. nothing. That's all right. I'm, I'm, about we're, cars. We're here. Um, <laughs> so it was uh, like a racing seat bolted to the floor only because it was crushed to oh, the so floor. she'd fucked up the frame of the oh, old completely. seat so someone just went you know what you need you need a fixed back bucket bitch oh, no yeah. it was It was. <laughs> like, how long are you I'm just going to rip the shit the ground the original seat was just pancaked down to the floor oh so it was the original seat it just looked like yeah so a I hopped okay. in and I had a passenger here I was thinking this bitch has just gone I had, you know I'm done with this <laughs> shitty Corolla seating I'm going to go and buy myself a uh, set of Recaros I could have short passengers that were way taller than me it was extremely you're in a strange. Corolla mate you can only have short passengers yeah <laughs> Well, I'm not that tall either, so it kind of worked out good. Yeah. Um, so I went from that, then bought a $600 um, Gen 1 Liberty Wagon off my friend Hayden from school um, that he had slid. Um, shout out to Hayden. Yeah, shout out to Hayden. He's doing well these days, shooting photos everywhere. Is he? Um, so he's a photographer? H- or is HJB, he, uh, HJB a spy? photography. No, he's not Pervert. a spy. He's a, um, a handsome photographer. 
Um, He's on the wrong side of the camera then. <laughs> mm. He had obviously uh, slid into a gutter and bent the, I'm going to say control arm and stub axle. So that the back right hand wheel was at a, oh, what would we say? A, a wrong degree. And not a nice negative camber. Okay, yeah. <laughs> positive. So it's a positive camber. Yeah, yeah. and I, I bought some nice uh, WRX wheels and tyres and I put those on and they were, had to take one off because it was dragging on the inside of the garden, smoking while you drove. Right. Um, so at this point, no debt. This had a, I had an opportunity to be sensible. And you, so you've got the Corolla still. Um, but yes, I still have the Corolla and I have right. the Liberty as well because the Corolla is right. gay, you know. No one's going to get... No, no girl's going to get in that Corolla. My mm. mates have got better cars. You know, yeah. that's kind of a I shit. I fucked in a Pulsar once. <laughs> I feel like they're not that picky. Oh, I didn't know that when I was that young. <laughs> I wish someone had, had told me. Pulsar. I really wish someone had told me back then. Yeah. I don't think I'd believe them anyway. I would have still been struggling. Yeah. Um, so at this point, debt free, had an opportunity to not fuck it up, but um, managed to fuck it up quite solidly. And uh, now we moved to Daryl, had the nice uh, 2000 and the year model. What's the series after Bug Eye and Subaru WRX? A peanut eye, GDB. Quite a good looking one. Yeah. Um, so he had a really nice red one. Um, I loved that car. I was obsessed with it. And he was like, well, why don't you get yourself a personal loan? You need a credit rating. Th- this time, I think we'd just gone to the GFC. So trying to get money. Was Unsecured qu- finance. Oh, it was fucking ridiculous. Was it a personal loan or a car loan? No, personal loan because okay. there's no fucking way the car I bought was going to be secured. Um, and then I found myself... The, uh, you, like, you know everything about finance at this point. Yeah, yeah. No, like, no, 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 I will tell you, Mr. Bank Manager. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. you're not going to want to guarantee. He's like, no, you well, you can have that, but it's 27%. You're like, whatever, I'll oh. pay that off in six months, motherfucker. Yeah, I would have been yeah. happy to... Oh, yeah? Would you take, I'll pay back 50%. That's fine, right? <laughs> no, oh. 27% interest. Oh, yeah. mate, I was yeah. fucking out of my mind at that point. But yeah, so I bought a uh, genuine Japanese import 92 model um, RS Wagon, RS wagon mm-hmm. um, which was quite well known on the uh, Liberty forums. Mm-hmm. Um, for being a hunk of shit because I think the guy who built it spent about 40000 building it. Um, I think he cut some corners and I think everyone that owned it after him didn't love it like he did. Um, and then I bought it sight unseen in Wollongong, turned up with a check and the guy's like, do you want to test drive? I'm like, no, Not I just want to... Yeah, <laughs> pretty much how that. I went. just want to take yeah. it home. Um, <laughs> I'll look at that. That's pretty much. Yep. That, that was me when I turned up. Not bad. Good <laughs> soy. He looked at your wallet. Good soy. Yeah, yeah, handed him I'll a check. It. Yeah. I can't believe he took the banker's check. I wouldn't take one of those. <laughs> and then I boosted home, and I was extremely happy. But um, shortly thereafter, I am. <laughs> yeah, the whole yep. way home, I was yep. fucking like a little kid. Fifty pulls on the freeway. Yeah, I was having yeah. the best time. We've been there. And um, then shortly after that, I broke the gearbox. Um, really? You broke a five-speed? Very easily. What a surprise. Yeah, yeah. I think they're made of glass. Yeah. That's been referenced at many mm. times, I believe. Fragile glass also. Yeah, yeah, so I was being really obnoxious and noisy and was going quite fast when I decided to shift back to second and just... <laughs> worst noise ever. That's going to happen. Called my mate Reese, who was the only person at the time that knew. Shout out to Reese. Yeah, Reese, he knows his cars. That guy do, some of those, uh, do some of those big daddy skids for <laughs> me. Yeah. In a mirage, that's where it all started. Oh, God. That was the, um, oh, he still and does that's that. the car actually. he's, he's doing now. taking his later. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Reese. Um, <laughs> and then it was kind of fucked. But um, rather than make any sort of sensible decision, I like, I need a ute because if I need to fix, if I need to put a gearbox in a car to take it between wherever I buy it, um, Western Sydney most likely, um, and my mate Ian, who was going to fix it, um, I need a ute to carry it. So I went to Ford. And is this said, Ian Kelly? This is Ian Kelly, okay, yeah. yeah. 
I um, need a ute to carry this. So I went to Ford, told him I needed a ute, work in a bike shop, just dual purpose, you know, ride bikes a lot. So I spent $22,000. No, I've already spent ten on a piece of shit I've broken. Mm-hmm. So I'm now in 32 in the hole. Yeah. One doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm a really intelligent guy, as you can tell at this point. Yeah. Um, and really, ho- and this is a actually a common theme. This is a very, very strong mental health theme, um, is not telling anyone about your finances and how much shit you're in. Oh, yeah. Um, That's a fun one. Which is a, this is a deep rabbit hole you can go mm. down at the people that are setting a perception of, I'm doing really well. I have a lot of money. Mm. Look at my nice watch and my RM Williams and my brand new MP300. I don't, I don't know if RM Williams is necessarily the, like... Have you not seen the memes on the, pro- to ha- the project managers that are... No. They've got a... Um, Daniel- I, don't, I don't spend enough time on the internet. <laughs> That, yeah. that that may be the biggest lie you've ever said. I spend a lot of time on the internet. But probably I, not browsing, probably. I don't spend much time on, on the socials, though. Good point. I tend to... I just I just go on a... I just do that um, journey where I go, um, how do I rewire a uh, GPO in a, uh, in a house GPO, general power outlet? So how do I rewire a PowerPoint in a house? And this is 8 o'clock at night. <laughs> and then like 4 o'clock in the morning, I'm... Um, watching a tutorial on how to speak to a giraffe. So, I mean, that tends to be how my internet experience it explains goes. a lot of the conversations mm. we have and a lot of content that you try to show me. <laughs> I don't know why I do that. Oh my I, God. I'll be honest with you. It is just a thirst for information. I'm like, oh, here's a, here's a thread I can pull. <laughs> yeah. Hence the, um, the ever-growing list of trade abilities that you keep acquiring. I don't seem to. I seem to learn one for five minutes and then <laughs> I've already forgotten that I one. I just put a nail gun the other day, did I tell you that? No, you didn't. So good. I thought I was exciting by I had to I had to put in I had to put in five nails. So I was like, <laughs> "Of course you bought a nail, nail gun." gun. <laughs> of course you did. <laughs> and I walked in. And I said, "Is the which one's the best one?" The guy's like, "Well, it's either the Senko, I think was the brand, uh, or the Pazload." And I'm like, well, I've heard of Pazload, mm. and uh, he goes, well, "They're both four fifty. And I said, "Which one would you buy?" And uh, he goes, mm, I already have one. I was like, well, hasn't really worked out. That's a fucking answer you'd give, wouldn't <laughs> it? Good job, dickhead. Uh, so I bought the pass load. Um, right. Anyway. Um, yes. Okay. So uh, I'm just going to add another marker there because I'm going to grab a beer. Oh. Keep, it, keep going. I can hear you. No worries. Well, beer? yes, I do. Please. Thank you very much. Um, so, well, where we were up to was I've now dug myself this entirely massive hole. Um so I'm 32,000 in debt at least with one broken car. Um, and at the time I was working at the bike shop and Dean, um, who owns the Edge Cycles at Gosford, where I, I still work for occasionally, um, it was extremely generous um, in letting me store my broken Liberty that had a gear missing. Obviously it still drove, I was still driving it, um, but it needed a tune. So it, we just pulled it off the road. I had a new car. I kind of forgot about that one for the moment. Um, and he let me store it at the bike shop. And then eventually, because he got sick of it hanging around, he's like, what do you need to get it done? I was like, this is what I need. He's like, I'll pay for it. You can earn off with your bonuses, which is very, very kind of him. Obviously, it was kind of a life-saving thing at the time. Um, and then I ended up getting the gearbox fixed. Um, Are you suggesting he saved your life by getting you into more debt? He didn't get me more debt. I think that's well, I technically quite had to pay literally it back. what it was. He did, actually. Um, I think at the end of the day... You're like, I, you know what I've got, Dean? I've got too much debt. And he's like, yeah, I will help I'll you help out. I'll help you. He Have was actually... He was the one person in my life. I feel like I don't really remember my parents telling me not to do this, partly because I probably didn't go anywhere near them for a few years. But um, he was the one that was always shaking his head saying, mate, don't fucking do that. 
that's really fucking dumb. But he never pushed the point, you know. I think he let me learn from my own lessons, and he's watched it happen many times. Um, but yeah, so we got the car back on the road, got it fixed, um, and then I think I just ended up making more cataclysmic, fucking disastrous decisions where I ended up trading the Turbo Liberty um, to a, a mate um, because it was still it would no longer fire, so I had ignition issues. It needed a tune and. Rather than ask for some help from some people that knew, I was just, you know, my ego was too big. I was too proud. I'll deal with it myself. Um, I ended up trading it for a like a 98, what is it, Series 3 or Series Gen 2 or Gen 3? Gen 3. Gen 3. Or, or Gen 2, 98 or roundy. as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. Gen 2, 98, which I really liked. I just swapped it for him. He was in much better condition. Non-turbo, it ran. It was a start. Well, that was a lib. Yeah, and I sold mm. my um, my ute really cheap. Um, so now I've got. So you got a running car now, just one. You got a Gen Gen two or Gen three? Yeah, thirty two thousand debt and a running Gen two. And you still got thirty two k debt plus the debt that you also won't deem. Yes, which he okay. would write. He would have written off if I didn't pay it back to him. I never had to physically hand it over to him. It was yep. a um, an act of goodwill where mm-hmm. I got my bonus every month and I didn't get it. It was like, yeah, yeah, I'd write that down. Yeah, cool. Yeah, it was all on paper, um, except for him because he had to actually hand over real money. Um, so I'm in this massive hole of debt with no asset anymore. Uh, what I have is not worth very much. Mm-hmm. Um, and then because I'm young and stupid and don't respect my money or my cars, I was flogging the shit out of that thing and blew a head gasket. So I suspected it still worked. Um, I was a bit of a cunt. I sold it to someone I knew as it was. Just And you knew it was a I knew it was gasket. fucked. Yep. I was assuming, but I don't know fuck all about cars. Yep. Um, like really don't know that much. I'm trying. So probably, talk, actually, I probably know a, a more, calmer point. I probably yeah. know a lot more than a lot of people, but yes. I'm fucking pretty useless. You didn't know Connor at that stage. I know. I didn't know my genius uh, savant <laughs> friend that helps me work this shit out all the time. But um, I sold it to a mate and he called Autistic me up. Autistic as fuck. But, yep. He called me up. It blew a tire on the freeway two days later at 110 kilometers an hour. He luckily didn't have a crash. He just spun out of control. There's no one around him. Um, but then he's like, I also noticed that it does this. And I think that this is a problem. I was like, yeah, that was actually a problem when I sold it to you. Um, here's $500 back to fix it. Oh, wow. So he bought himself a crate motor <clears throat> and then he enjoyed that car. But now I have no vehicle mm-hmm. and the money that I got, I bought DJ decks. Yeah, right. And right that's a good investment. Put the rest over the bar at the beery, I think, and nice. maybe Rojo Rocket. So fucking retired. Rojo was fantastic. It though. was fantastic. Um, oh, and yep. I probably ate lots of drugs um, and just burnt all that money. So now I have $32,000 debt plus the you know, the other little debt that I have. Um, and I have nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I bought like... But you sh- do, you, that's not entirely true. And I'm just going to put you up on that. You, at this point, you, you, to anybody who finds himself in this position, you have a huge amount of life experience that you've just paid for. And you're going to continue paying for over the next, you know, 10 to 15 years based on your financial situation. Mm. But you, you legitimately have a huge amount of life experience. Well, I think... I wouldn't be where I was today without that life experience. That's right. And I have an an acute understanding of money now. And I even, when I started to uh, actually... I wouldn't say understanding. I would say an appreciation. I don't think yeah, that anybody... Has a real understanding of money, yeah. do they? But I think in a, in a layman's terms, I would, you know, I feel like I understand it better than a lot of people I know, even closely or friends or family. Um, you know, I've done a lot of research. And once I put my head into research in my, you know, later years, and a lot of that was speared on by a particular friend, 
um, Sooty, who has uh, has done quite well for himself. And I shout out Sooty. Asked yep. him a lot of questions on how did you get to where you got, and you know, tell me a bit about what you did. And he gave me some pointers, gave me a book, um, and it's kind of kickstarted this journey on. He's was the same, like Rich Dad Poor Dad or something. That was the first one he gave me. Yeah. Um, Robert Kiyosaki. Yeah, Robert yep. Kiyosaki. So that kind of um, started this journey of he's doing really well, same age as me. What did he do differently? Grossly different circumstances. Pardon me, that was disgusting. Um, he do uh, it straight in the microphone next time. Yeah, no, mind. it was kind of half wasted that burp. Yeah. Um, he can't appreciate the beer without the burp. Mm-hmm. And, but it didn't matter because same age, similar journeys. He'd seemed to do a lot more. I'm sure he probably earned more money than me over the years. But it was regard irregardless. He was in a much irregardless. Better yeah. You mean regardless? Regardless? What's irregardless? Irrespective. Irrespective. Or or, or regardless. I English could. People have been running those words together. Irregardless. And that person, I'm like, I can't fucking listen to you anymore. You have Down syndrome. (laughs) I genuinely cannot fucking cope with that. Oh, man. Anyway, go. I'm in like a C grade when it comes to that shit, using the right words. Um, (laughs) So, yeah, so I started doing research and studying. You mean the gooder words? Yep. The better are words. They'd mm. learn me good. Um, <laughs> so I um, started my journey and I really started to understand all the themes they were talking about because all the bad shit they were saying, don't fucking do, I had done basically all of it. Um, so it really resonated with me. So this is the bad stuff in the books? In the books. Are, and they're yeah, saying, saying like, don't, don't be do a shit these cunt. things. Don't be a shit cunt. Don't blow your money. It was just all so fucking broad in general. But it was more asking... It was more. That being said, mate, don't be too hard on yourself because I'm going to cast my mind back to when I read that book. I think he bought himself a Toyota Corolla. <laughs> Legit. He probably still has a Corolla. I guarantee you, I think he bought a 1994 Corolla. That's what I recall. Oh, so you did one thing right by Robert Kiyosaki. Part of my memory is terrible. And some of the, <laughs> but the rest you can't remember. Oh, right? mate, I can tell you. I can re- recount all this the shit I did that got me into my troubles. But, um, oh, look, if, uh, I, exactly. I wouldn't be where I am today without what I went through. But, um, yeah, so once I started learning, it all made a lot of sense. Um, and I kind of had a lot of moments where I saw the light and by no means did that change. You know, it's hard to change habits that you've created over 10 years at least um, of, you know, not respecting money, not being particularly financially intelligent um, and just kind of pissing money away. And it it definitely didn't stop, but it definitely put a halt on some of the things I was doing. And in fact, I was actually going to go bankrupt. Um, Mm. That seemed like... I had a mate who went, uh, I think it's called, is it Section 10 bankrupt? Yeah. Or something? I've, yeah. I've got all the paperwork still. I keep just, it in my just folder. just freeze all your debts or something? It's like a bailout by the federal yeah, government or was, something? I looked at a few different options at the time. But, but this is a great segue though, because at the start you basically... Um, I'm surprised you haven't bought a Segway, actually. Oh, mate, I've had a friend who had one and I watched him ride it and I always wanted to do it. I've still never been on one. <laughs> They're fucking, what are you getting off eBay now for like 20 bucks, surely? I want one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's the ultimate, I have money, fuck you. Well, it was probably five years ago or 10 but years ago. It's also like, do you know how much I cannot give a fuck about controlling a device? I just want to lean in a direction. Those fucking... Nice one. Those um those Segway stacks on YouTube, uh, I reckon I've probably wasted three weeks. Do you mean like the hoverboard ones or the no no the, the old school Segways with the oh, handles, not the hoverboard God. ones? And I think those hoverboards. Mike Tyson. The first the time best. I heard somebody saying, "Oh yeah, I was riding a hoverboard the other day," I was like, "Motherfucker, I didn't. No, no, they made that." And then I'm like, "No, that's just a shit Segway without Isn't a that handle." A fucking lie though. It has fucking wheels, bro. Yeah, exactly. It's not hovering. It's not a fucking hoverboard. I did not understand. I'd seen the things with the wheels and then I hear people saying I was riding a hoverboard. I'm like, I did not make the connection that they're they're talking about the exact same device. (laughs) 
Fucking cunt. Fuck you. Uh, Yeah, okay, cool. So, to summarise, 17-year-old Raph, you come out of the closet, not you. I'm not saying come out of... If you're gay, come out of the closet at 17 if you so desire. But I'm saying you walk out of the closet in your time machine uh, back to see 17-year-old Raph. How would you give him the gravitas of your entire story within the 10 minutes that you have allotted to actually talk to young Raph? Uh, well, I don't think I'm that good at um, turning wa- wa- <laughs> warbling on for half an hour into uh, one soundbite that would uh, save me. Um, you have to make this a five-second soundbite yeah, oh, so you can put it on the ground. Yep. Um, care less about what others think of you. Okay, that is, a, that is a fucking, that is an actual soundbite. Say that one more time. Care less about what others think of you and just be yourself. Right. So I think coming off the back of that then, being yourself. What about people who... I I found myself in this situation in the past. I don't know who I am, particularly recently going through the whole separation and whatever Mm -hmm. and losing my kids, et cetera, et cetera. I was always... I was authentically myself and I did not give a fuck who I pissed off. And this was only after I left school. So from about the age of 18, 19 onwards... Mm -hmm. Never fucking cared. But what about those kids out there that are 17, 18, 19 years old? They actually don't know who they are. They're still finding their feet. Yeah, they have no idea. So what... If you say, just be yourself, give context, I guess, to that in their particular position. Yeah, it's actually a funny one because if I even think back to thinking of being myself... Because you, you I may was have myself. been yourself then. I was yeah, myself. That so was going to be Myself the next was point. trying to impress girls, trying to impress everyone yeah. around me. I was a people pleaser. Yeah. I wanted... Because my parents never had much money, um, and I, I know I've met friends that have had way less money than what I grew up with, but it wasn't much money. You know, single income um, family was only... I'm an only child though, so if it was two kids, which I know there's people who have the exact same scenario, two kids radically worse than what I went through. Mm-hmm. Um, but n- never had much. Like shitty cars... Um, you know, never went overseas ever, you know, rarely traveled in a state. Um, my one sporting interest um, was heavily funded and I got a lot of encouragement with that. Um, and to be clear, that was uh, mountain bike. BMX racing. BMX racing. Oh, yeah. I didn't know it was uh, BMX. Okay, yeah, I, I, I changed bike. to mountain biking once I was in the bike shop. Um, Can you just briefly um, diverge into the, um, or di- dive into the Olympic representation story? Yeah, well, I can't remember what year it was in particular, but we were accepted into as an Olympic sport. I was still riding at the time. Um, I think a bit. I was kind of. I think I was going to be a bit late in the tooth. I was starting to. Uh, once I found alcohol and a license, I couldn't give two fucks about racing anymore. But prior to that, you know, I was a young super athlete. Considering that most people back then still weren't, we still didn't know what we knew today, and training was. When did you first smoke weed? When I was. Pretty late, actually. I think it would have been early twenties. Um, it was funny when I I'd always always allowed to have alcohol in the house. Mm-hmm. But as a, and when did that start? Five. Uh, probably no shit. Five. <laughs> um, I think Dad gave me a tiny, tiny little sip of his beer, um, and I don't know how regular it is. I think I had my first ciggy at five. And my, my mum gave it to me. <laughs> Explains so. everything. The yeah. smoke's still coming out your ears, mate. Um, yeah, because alcohol was never a thing to be... What are you fucking poofed up? Drink the whole thing! 
Fucking 28 in the fucking morning, you dog cunt. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking dog cunt. Get that up, you fucking dog cunt. Nailed it. Yeah, yep. it was good timing. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so alcohol was not ever uh, frowned upon in my house. Still isn't today, which is a bit of a problem. Is <laughs> um, <laughs> about weed? Uh, how about weed in your house? Oh, that's a fucking, people talk about. That's it? a fantastic story. I should tell this. Um, <laughs> Hey, Fuck, that is a great segue. Um, <laughs> so, bonfire uh, or bonfire? What a f- bonfire! Fucking hell! It was like a ashtray. It was in comparison to a bonfire. Uh, had a uh, forty-four gallon drum in the backyard. We have a bit of a fire every now and then. Um, had the boys over, um, and I think I don't think we really smoke. I don't think we really smoke weed. I think I got a joint rolled, and so my mum's seventy, and. Um, a couple of years ago, I think I got her to try weed before and she was like, this doesn't do anything. Yeah, because you're- <laughs> As more- everyone says, I'm not even feeling anything. Yeah, that's what everyone says. I was like, but, yeah, an ex of mine, it was like the first time she did coke, she was like, I'll be honest with you, I don't think it's actually doing anything to me. I mean, my feet don't hurt anymore and I'm really happy. Yeah. You're going 100 miles an hour. <laughs> um, yeah, drugs don't affect you. So, you're that one person. But I did yeah. see, which was funny, the first time mum ever did it with me, she's going to fucking kill me when she hears this. She's not going to hear um, it. She's not going to hear it. No. No, she's 70. Um, <laughs> one from the grave, another on a banana peel. Um, she was fine the first time and the second time. But yeah, so this night I get the joint. Um, okay, can I just put, place myself in this story? Was that the night that I... That wasn't the night that I came over for the fire where there was the, the night, paint It was situation. the night that you came over, which also had the paint situation, which is a fucking okay. another great story. <laughs> and then had a f- another paint situation shortly thereafter. Yep, okay. Which is an even better one. Yeah. I think we're going to have to have a series based on this uh, <laughs> segue. Um, I think we should get Connor to tell his Yeah, story. we should yeah. get him in for that one. Um, so I took the joint in a mum. I think I had a puff with her and she's like, don't do anything. And I was like, you you know, draw it a bit more. Actually, no, I didn't say that. I had to tell her to stop. I remember this now. I had to remember this now. Every time I've ever given it to her, she pulls her so hard. I'm like, hey, 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 take it easy. And she kind of looks at me like, do you think this is the first time I've fucking smoked? I'm yeah. like, oh, it, no, it's not. It's just a cigarette. It's just a cigarette. I'm like, just whatever. So I leave her anyway. I think I was a little bit fucking stoned to the gills. And um, my she fucking greened out so hard. <laughs> My mum would rather jump off a cliff than uh, vomit. Um, if she had a knife in reach, she would probably cut her throat before she'd get the spew out because she hates throwing up so much. She was projectile vomiting <laughs> while greening out in the bathroom um, and then just tripping balls on her own. Uh, <laughs> well, I'm really quite high myself and a bit drunk, so I'm like, what? What's fuck going on? Yeah, what's Pop doing I had no stage? idea. Was he, oh, he was, was he still outside of that? Sport? No, I think God he knows what Dad was doing. <laughs> Dad would, dad wouldn't fucking, dad. No. So your mum's just taking a journey to the bathroom to go and projectile vomit. Oh, not well. And um, it took over a week for her to recover. She couldn't smoke cigarettes for a week, um, and she was so upset. It really did some damage to her. I don't think I'll ever get her to smoke weed again. Never gonna smoke weed again. No, that was it. Like, All that's over. The devil's drug. The devil's drug. Yeah, devil's lettuce. Uh, dear God. Okay, so you go back to um, be your authentic self, which is. Uh, it's 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 gone full circle back to being an authentic friend just just kind of being who you are um 
hard to define, I think, especially for a young person. So I think my what I said well, is yeah, I don't think anyone nice. anyone's going to know who they are at that stage. I mean, it's, no. arguably, you don't know who you are until your last fucking dying seconds on your deathbed. No, but it right? takes and you know to get maybe a bit technical, but I think it's ridiculous to consider um, us adults at eighteen. Oh, I agree. Like with any you. stretch of the imagination. Let's not go frontal cortex discussion. That's no, for another I, day. I don't really feel like doing that um, today. But, but uh, even arguably, you at thirty now. Um, it's the first time I've felt tr- kind of like mildly okay with handling existence. Right, but th- but this isn't your final form. Not at all. No way. There's, there's so much I need to do, so much I want to do, Yeah. Um, which is going to put me under immense stress, pressure. I haven't had a child yet. I'm a stepfather. Mm. Yeah. Um, but I haven't been to the experience of having a pregnant partner. Mm-hmm. Wife, girlfriend, whatever it may be at the time, yep. um, and then having don't a, be sexist. Men can get pregnant too. Um, I, I would challenge <laughs> you on that. <laughs> That's on um, episode three. Um, oh fucking hell! I just forgot a great reference. Mum was talking about last night. I'll have to bring it up. There's a new book. Um, She's like, Raph, you remember that time I was vomiting in the bathroom after I smoked too much weed? Yeah, I'm actually a man. Um, <laughs> <laughs> your mum's your dad. Your mum's your dad. Yeah, Hasn't your that been more dad. truer? Um, <laughs> mum's reading a book at the moment, which I'm going to read. It's uh, by Ben Elton, who's a really good writer who I've read before when I was young. He had a really mm. good book on um, legalizing or legal drugs, I believe. I was quite young when I read it. and I was quite fascinated because I think I hadn't had drugs yet when I read it. I thought I knew the name Ben Elton. He's, a, he's also done um, presenting. Yeah, he's, he's um, done documentaries and yes, shit like that. He's yeah, really okay. good. But his newest book, I'm not sure what it is. You might be able to pull it up. Um, yeah. It's got emojis and shit on it, on the cover. But it's supposed Identity to be, crisis? Yes, and it covers a lot to do with um, the Me Too movement, um, a lot of really heavy political topics. But um, as mum said, she gave a really good example to do with trans, which was quite funny because it referenced to me making fun of um, you <laughs> thinking that... Of me? Yeah, men can have, <laughs> men can men have, can have fucking babies. Well. Of course they um, fucking can. Ask my mum, she'll fucking tell you. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that, I'm going to read that book so there'll be... A, I'll have some more insights in because that apparently has a lot of uh, good references to some modern issues that we're, we're dealing with at the moment. We got a bit sidetracked there. Yeah. Well, the whole thing's been sidetracked. I had eight dot points and we've touched one of them. Good. Um, so authentic okay. self. <laughs> Back to being authentic. Right. So. And understanding who you are when you're you give, um, possible. Yeah. So you give out your. Um, oh, fuck. I think we might have gone over. Um, that's all good. Um, if this sound quality is shit, it's, uh, it's entirely my fault. So. Um, <clears throat> so be your authentic self. So. 17, 18, 19, 20 years old. I still had no fucking idea what I was doing at 21, 22, 23. Um, I was in a relationship from the age of 20, married at uh, 25 from memory. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I was supposed to have the 10th wedding anniversary this year in March, but luckily she decided to um, completely tear my world apart. So thank you. But I, again, I think the idea of oneself is is just constantly fluid, and like gender fluidity, <laughs> it's the same Fuck thing, right? <laughs> yeah, of course it is. Um, is this um, is this idea of the thing for me? And I had a conversation with my cousin at length, or ad nauseum, is. Um, what I've found is the thing that helps me not fucking want to string myself up is 
accepting the faults that I have at that particular juncture, at that particular point in time, going, you know what, I made some mistakes, but it's not like that's defining who I am from Mm. that point. So let's say... Uh, you know, I've I've done a reasonable amount of drugs in the past and I say, okay, I'm never going to go back and touch drugs. And then I might call up a guy that I've met at a party once in the past and say, hey, I want to speak to the guy that you know and get some drugs. And, uh, excuse me, Um, smells like pizza. Um, Mm -hmm. That was good pizza. That was good pizza is uh, if I do that, you're going to feel like shit the next day and you're possibly going to feel like shit the next two or three days after that as well. But not to actually use that as a defining point in your life and go, you know what, I did fuck up. Mm. Okay, but also it was you blowing off steam. It was you kind of doing that stuff that that makes you step out of whatever your day-to-day reality is. And once you get back into the swing of things and your endorphins and dopamine and everything catches up back to your normal fucking levels is to just go, okay, cool. Well, that was then, right? Yeah. comes to the same thing with diet. Um, Eat, you know, zero carbs, whatever. And then you're like, fuck it. I feel like eating McDonald's, KFC, whatever the case may be. Sinking half a case of beer. Um, Something like delicious pure blonde. But the... um, is the idea that you can you can punish those beers, be who you are for that particular point in time, but still write your ship and get back on that course. Yeah. Instead of going, I'm a fucking miserable failure. I said to myself, I was never going to drink again. I was yeah. never going to do drugs again. I was never going to eat shitty food. Fuck it. No big deal. Like, that's just who you, you fucked up for that day. Write your ship and get back on the fucking course. But that has something to do with setting medium-term goals. Yep. And going, okay, well, what is it that I want in 12 months time, you know, not, not what is it that I want tomorrow? What is it that I want in six weeks time? Those short term goals are really fucking hard. You know, a short term goal could be don't shit myself today. <laughs> and I mean, we've all missed out on that one occasionally. Very rarely, but yeah. it has happened. Yes. It has happened. Just setting a low bar there. Last time I shit myself was uh, a Rimba station walking down the stairs and it wasn't like an explosive shit. I just got off the train. I was like, I think I might have to poo when I get home. It's 10 <laughs> o'clock at night. I walked up the stairs. By the time I started walking down the stairs on the other side of the station, my ass just went, this is happening. <laughs> and oh. As I'm walking down the stairs, I'm, I'm doing a poo in my pants <laughs> and like a proper poo. Like a proper poo. <laughs> Not like a watery one out of the back no, of the legs. And I just couldn't, I just couldn't, <laughs> I was just like, stop. And my oh. ass was like, nah, you made me. Do you remember my one at my 30th? I don't think everyone heard about it. Did you poo yourself at your thirtieth? Well, not quite. I was quite. That lucky. was years ago. Now I was quite. Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was quite lucky, but um, it was still a gross story. It depends who I was telling. <laughs> Some people thought it was fucking hilarious, and others would look at me like, "You mm-hmm. sick fuck." I was in the shower after doing a shit. You know, massive night. Did you shit in the shower? It didn't. Well, not my choice. <laughs> um, so <laughs> I um I uh felt the need i had a really hot burning sensation and for some strange reason um i was kind of bent over facing the wall slightly just to let your ass is facing the wall yeah just to let this fart out and um well i pushed really hard because why wouldn't you you're in the fucking shower you could just waffle stomp it and it was a volcano (laughs) of shit 
that went onto the wall and it was just like a fucking hose just spraying out of my ass and it's going this, everywhere in this the, is the this, this is the, the Airbnb we got. Yeah, this is a, this is the shower I, you also said to me the next morning. Yeah, man, just jump in my shower. Yeah, just jump in my shower. Well, everyone just jumped in my shower. Um <laughs> I completely would explain my itchy feet. Fucking took a while to clean up. I tell you what, and I couldn't stop laughing at myself. I got out. I was so chuffed with myself for being such a grub. You wouldn't fucking believe what just happened in there. The worst thing was, luckily Declan decided to lay on the floor the night before, not the day after. <laughs> he was swimming on the tiles. Declan was swimming on the wet tiles. Oh, it was God. quite funny. And uh, hugging the leg of the pool table oh. in a very erotic manner. Um, okay. <laughs> so what is your... Uh, <laughs> great segue from shitting yourself to just shit. Not actual poo, but a shitty life. So what is your... Um, in terms of your interaction with, say, therapists and um, GPs and yep. whatnot over the years... Would you describe yourself as somebody who suffers from depression or you, I'm a depression survivor, girlfriend? Um, mm. What is it? Would, would you say you're somebody who has depression? You've been depressed? Like, what, what's your narrative on that side? I would find this very hard to articulate, I think, because I've thought about it a lot. Um, at one point, you know, I was always a very happy person and I got told that a lot. You were by happiest people. when you had a huge amount of debt. No, I'd actually say I'm probably happiest now, to be quite honest. Now that you've got even more debt. <laughs> Way more debt. Yeah. Right. That so was your reference point. I like that. Okay. <laughs> got him. <laughs> got him. These <laughs> nuts. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, fuck, that's so true. But yeah, so I've um, often toyed with the idea, uh, do I have depression? Was I, did I survive depression or did I just have a depressed time? Um I look back at many years where I definitely, knowing what I know now, would say I was depressed during that time, which explains all of my behavior, my you know irrational outbursts, any stupid impulsive decisions, a lot of crying when drunk, trying to fight people, cause a lot of trouble, um, and unnecessarily because I'm quite a harmless, funny, you know, happy-go-lucky kind of guy, and a lot of people were like, "What the fuck are you doing?" Um, and every now and then it would come out. <clears throat> But it's kind of always been there, I think. And uh, really early on, you asked how I started working for Missing Link Social Media um, and Perry. Um, and I came back from Melbourne um, and I kind of did a backstory for that one. But when I came back from Melbourne, I came back because I was made redundant because I uh, caused a bit of a shit storm in the company I worked for um, because it was an arrogant little cunt. What was the company? Well, not the company, let's not say that. But well, what was the sort of, of job you were doing? Um, I was working in marketing. Um, oh, that was the oh, that was the, uh, that was Monza. the one. Yeah, it was Monza. Yeah, okay. Um, yep. We already covered off on that. Yeah, yeah, I probably deserved it. And you were working in marketing. Yeah, and my um my marketing manager, um, no one liked her. Uh, we all thought she was quite shit at her job. So you decided you'd be the one that told her. I know. I decided to tell the directors of the company. Oh, okay. Um, and yeah, she, she I mean, people love it when manager. you go over their head. Yeah, yeah, I knew she was married to the sales manager. I was just so confident and sure that me, me yeah, you're what, 24, 25? Yeah, 24. Yeah, yeah, thinking that I'm going to be able to tell them. You know what they need to hear? My very narrow view of the world. Yes. Yeah. And the funny thing was that I had the support of every single staff member. <laughs> Until? None, that none of them would ever speak up. They all told me the same thing. Oh, yeah, and then totally I was like, I'm going to do it. They're like, oh, you're a knight in shining armor. <laughs> We're totally Go forth, on your team. young one, and save yes. us. And um, 
Yeah, I got hung out to dry, but uh, it was of a good... Of course you did. I was, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And it was a good offer and I hated the job, to be honest. I was fucking miserable and I knew I was miserable. So had you already been offered the, the gig with Perry before you moved No, back no discussion at all. Mexico? None. Okay, right. No. And I um, packed my shit um, and came home quick smart. I put everything I had in storage um, and just fucking left with like a baggage. I was like, fuck everything. I'm so you put home. it in storage down in Mexico? Mel- and yeah, then, down yep. in Mexico, yeah. Okay. And um, didn't get any Mexican supplements on the way home though. <laughs> and um, came home and I had no fucking job and I had all this debt that I accumulated as a young man. Mm. But while I was in Melbourne- So bankruptcy is now looking- Well, so this is where the bankruptcy conversation started to look enticing because I was earning, I was working part-time because oh. I was- and I don't know if I want to say this because it's kind of a fucked up thing to say, but you're we often... We can just beep it out. Yeah, potentially. Um, Good toys. <laughs> um, you often hear people saying that they're um, they're unable to work um, or they're struggling to find work or whatever. Mm. Actually, I know this is... I'm saying the right thing here. Um, I felt that but never said that. I had an air of arrogance about me that I was very good at what I did which was Marketing. half true and especially in my industry yeah. um, because a lot of people told me I was good at what I did and a lot of, I met a lot of people high up in other companies. Yeah, I know, like, but I, I feel very impressed. I have a big dick. I don't know if I necessarily believe them all. My missus tells me that now. She's probably lying though. She does. She tells you I've got a, she tells you I've got a big dick. She's <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> <laughs> got a massive dick. Yeah. Um, so I, I came back with this air of arrogance and I was like, I'll find something and I've always been like, shit will be fine. Like I don't, I've never yeah. cared act like I never care but I yep. probably really do deep down um, and then Perry was kind enough to offer me some part time work just for a bit of money which I was like fuck yeah because all I wanted to do at the time was get really fucked up and hang out with my friends yep. um, and that's what I did and I earned a little bit of money and I was like I can't afford to pay these debts back I don't want to do it how can I get out of it bankruptcy a few people actually recommended it because of the position I was in um, and then I got the paperwork all done um, and I was fucking ready to do it mm-hmm and then I'm kind of going back to where I was talking about before with uh, Sooty kind of gave me some good advice and started me on an educational journey. Mm-hmm. And during that journey, it was, you know, your parents own a house. Mm-hmm. Can they help you? Because bankruptcy is a terrible fucking idea. Um, it's, a, it's a great idea if you're not the kind of person that should ever have any form of debt ever again, though. Yes. And I need like to if have you're debt not again an aspirant, I, I, I've got a person in my soon to be ex family that absolutely should never be able to ever borrow money <laughs> ever again. Well, I was almost that see that was a thing when I spoke to a couple of people about it, I was people were almost like signing me up for well, you're so bad with money and debt, you know, probably well, not you're, a, so, you're quite accomplished at debt. I very would say. I'm very not good great at, at the money side of it. No, things. very good at yeah. debt. Um yeah. very, very fucking good at debt. Yeah. And they were kind of of the opinion of well it's probably a good thing that you can't get your hands on loans Any more for, money. Yeah, so yeah. you should just rent forever and yes. just try and get a good job and hope the rest of your life works out fine. Mm. Um, just wait for your folks probably, to die. Yeah, probably yeah. not the worst or best advice. Um, but anyway, what ended up happening was... I would have encouraged some form of drug abuse during that period. I was, it was happening anyway. I didn't. Oh. I definitely did an encouragement. Lucky there you. There will be people that come on this podcast that may or may not <laughs> remind everyone of how true that is. Um <laughs> So, <laughs> mum and dad are in their late 60s at this point. Mm. Oh, no, dad was in his 70s already. Um, still had a mortgage. Um, I had a shitty little load of debt. Oh, and so, well, fast forwarded a bit. I'm not earning a little bit of money. I'm actually earning quite okay money in this point, mm-hmm. but I'm getting ready to submit bankruptcy. Um, and we 
go speak to a broker because they're the people to speak to sometimes when you need to, not for financial advice, but to find out if a bank can help you out. Or find out the best bank to speak to. The best bank to speak to. And basically what we ended up finding out was mum and dad can't afford to pay for the house anymore. Mm -hmm. I can't afford to pay for the house, but I've got this shitty little bit of debt. Can we roll it in somehow? And it was basically getting my nest egg while my parents were still alive with the condition that I need to house them for the rest of their lives. Mm -hmm. Um, Or kill them. Yes. Oh, I suppose Considered that, that's many also times. true at that point. Yeah. Um, so, bought my parents' family home that I grew up in, um, mm-hmm. got myself out of shit, had to smarten up very fast. Um, paying a mortgage is a little bit different to paying a couple hundred dollars a week on a fucking car. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, while I was so excited that I got it um, and so relieved and kind of had this second chance and had started doing some education that I really kept furthering my education, learning as much as I could. Um, and starting to make massive improvements. There's still, it's funny, I look back at saying, be who you are mm-hmm. as a recommendation would have ended up in the exact same result. So I look at it as probably shitty advice because who I was was who I was. Mm-hmm. And that's how I ended up who I am now. Um, and Right, so I guess, I guess that plays straight into that narrative of uh, you're going to fuck up, don't beat yourself up. Yeah, and I've made many fuck ups since then. Mm. Um, some... Some pretty bad, but all- I mean, you shit in the shower like a couple of months ago. Yeah, it's pretty so, rough. I feel very bad yeah. for that lady that there are Airbnb. Actually, no, I feel. Dude, sorry I was in the, the shower b- after you. after you. That's yeah. yeah, you and your brother, fuck poor cunts. Actually, we went I in think, at the same time. I think Perry went in as well. Um, <laughs> you guys were all in there at the same time. No different. Well, I mean, I was the one with the soap, so um, they yeah, needed me it. in there. Oh, you dropped it. Okay, I understand. I dropped it off for them. <clears> if <throat> you know what I mean. <laughs> um. Yeah, so that was, um, I kept making small mistakes along the way and it's really only recently, like even around the time of my birthday this year, turning 30, um, you guessed it, still making stupid financial decisions, um, mm-hmm. spending too much money on, on drugs and partying um, and not in a way like when you, when you, people say that, pardon me, people's instant assumption is some insane amount of money and that it's affecting your day-to-day life mm. and it, it's not even close to that, it's, it's um, just being a little bit dishonest with yourself, potentially dishonest with um, a partner if you have one um, and just being selfish with the money and blowing it on shit. It's just not there to be blown. So why are you blowing it? Mm, I, would, I would argue that you weren't being selfish with your money because if you were being selfish with money, like we, we both know a little uh, person that um, is, we know, mm. that great sentence, um, exceptionally selfish with his or her money. Mm. Uh, that's being selfish with your money. I think your money, you were quite happy to kind of tip into the pool of commonality so that there would be a good time had by all. I'm usually pretty good at that. So you're, you're, you're one to, and, and this has been my experience having you as a mate over the years, you're one who will fuck yourself over to create a good memory for everyone. <laughs> yes, I've... Um, yeah. It, yeah, massively. But, but like, again, don't even beat yourself up about that because I find myself in that same position where I'm quite happy to tear up a couple of thousand dollars over a weekend because mm. I'm like, well, this this position is not going to happen again. Um, yeah. And there needs to be something that's taken away from this. And not not, not that, like, hey, boys, look at the fucking photos we put on Instagram, eh? Not, not that shit. It's about, fuck, there is that memory. There's a story there. There's a There's a whole there's a story arc that happened to that whole weekend. We went there for this, then we did this, and then get fucked, this shit happened. Yep. And then, yeah, anyway, I hated myself on Monday at work. Yeah, which has which been is a... accepted. 
And I think it's, um, and this is kind of, it, it could segue into something as well because mm. I think how important those, um, you know, never mind if I think I was selfish or not with money or the money because there's, there'll always be times if I'm more appropriate that I can, you know, you can make allowances for these times. And I think they're really important, you know, like I've the last, um, how many 30ths I've been to recently, my, my, my own one was, you know, quite well thought out. Oh, um, you did a great job, mate. Um, that was fantastic. It was exactly what we wanted um, exactly what I wanted in, in a lot of respects and we all had a fucking ripping time mm-hmm. um, before that um, who, I can't remember who we had before. I, the one I can remember closely was um, you know mate of mine Perry we did mm-hmm. we went away just a bunch of guys we got a house um, and was, you know I like I actually think back and almost like that more was what was really important I think this is important for a lot of people because so many people are still interested in going out and I you know I if you each to their own, but you got fucking rocks in your head. It's so good getting a big house with close friends, getting a lot of beer, a lot of food, poker, maybe some joints. Well, you know, whatever be your whatever vices. Drugs you want. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. exactly right. Don't beat yourself and up about drugs either. Like yeah. if you're on heroin, no, nah, fuck off. But <laughs> or ice, actually, you can get fucked. <clears throat> I don't know, man. I, I, I had a had a mate who um called me. Yeah, called me one night when he was on the see-through didgeridoo. The glass barbecue. The glass barbecue. And he uh, he was having a good... I was having a good old chat with him. I was like, you sound quite happy. Very chatty. But we were talking about, um, when we said, we don't beat yourself about drugs, was yes. I think how important it is to, if you have good friends, um, to get away with them and spend quality time. Um, and there's multiple ways you can do that. Yes, you can do that if you're if you're couples with your kids and I think that's really important but just getting out there with just your mates um, and don't worry about going out there's so many cunts going out there and they're heading out to fucking bars, clubs, pubs um, and you, what ends up happening is when you're in that kind of group format there it's which happened to my birthday there's a high propensity for people to fucking blow a fuse at some cunt and because I'm with my mates I can definitely try and hurt this cunt because even if it goes wrong, I'm safe. And it always happens. Groups of men are cunts. When we fucking yeah. get out and we but, get drunk or on okay, drugs, will, we're the I will, worst. I'll speak to that for one minute. Is I'm I spent some time in Europe uh, over there with my brother Rocco, and I think it's Rocco. Is it might, might be Rocho? It's two C's. I don't know. Um, but uh, in Amsterdam. And our drinking culture here in Australia is fucking shit. Firstly, I will say our security guards, uh, go fuck yourself. Um, <laughs> the the bullshit fucking tactics and, and personality traits of these pieces of shit generally, not all of them. Mm. You get the occasional good one who kind of eyeballs you and goes, hey man, I reckon you might have had enough. Have a couple of waters yeah, and I'll, I'll keep an eye on you, but no more beer. And then you get those fuckwits who will just come up front up to you and do the whole come mate we're going to have to ask you to leave and like with no warning no they can carry on like fucking muppets the other side of it is our fucking punchy culture over here although that being said I, I had a chat with Connor not long ago on this he said that when he went overseas one of the many many times um, and came back he said that he'd noticed that there was way less roid munching happening over here in the last three or four years. Yeah. I've if you went down to Terrigal five years ago, it was just a bunch of, well, I mean, we all know that guy that we both know. Um, <laughs> it was that kind of bullshit fucking wanker. Get on as many roids as you can. You know, all for the gains, bro. You know, do you yeah. even lift? How much do you bench press? 
Like it's a very like before Jim Bros. Because Jim Bros. is a new thing. Um, I think it's in more of a, a tongue-in-cheek sense of humor. But it was like the original Jim Bros. Who were all thought to be violent, and when they all got drunk, they all most of them would turn violent, yep. and no one could fight. None. There's only a very, very, very small percentage of these dudes that could fucking throw hands. So it just end up in massive heavy dudes fucking full of testosterone throwing each other yep. into each other, hurting like and people still getting hurt. Yeah. But never usually hurt from punching each other. It's just like knocking tables over full of yeah, glass exactly. and knocking girls full over. Of a bottle. Yep. Yeah. Oh, I've got actually another good story. I might save it for another time of good. a big fucking Roy Gorilla hitting a girl. <coughs> so if you're somebody out there who is uh, likely to turn around and throw a punch when somebody accidentally knocks you and spills your beer, alternatively, if you're somebody who knocks somebody else's beer over and then refuses to apologize and offer to fucking replace it like you should, you... Get that up, you fucking dog, you fucking dog cunt. You fucking dog cunt. You fucking dog cunt. You fucking dog cunt. You are a fucking dog cunt. <laughs> just do not d- d- do not throw punches. Like it's just fucking retarded. And if you're in a position where you need to subdue somebody, go and learn some fucking jujitsu. Just figure out how to to sort out the situation without causing anybody some fucking like lifelong injury. And it's I guarantee you once you've learned some sort of you know, martial art or combat sport, whether it be boxing or jiu-jitsu or yeah, I kickboxing. Don't, I Once like you learn any n- of those things, you you don't really feel the need to go around and... No. Um, like, I, I love the not like the, the non-striking side of the, the BJJ Says stuff. me, learned a bit of boxing, had a couple of fights, gets really <laughs> wasted out in his 30th and wants to <laughs> knock out some kind. Throws down. Uh. Right. I'm not, we're not infallible. But th- the point is, I mean, I ended up trying to take on that six foot seven dude. Yeah, I mean, I'm six foot four. I'm not a midget, but nothing against midgets. But that's why security usually starts shit with you because you're fucking tall. <laughs> yeah, it's like, well, that guy looks drunk. No, I'm just fucking tall and dopey eyed. Um, yeah, just can we just stop this fucking bullshit violent culture? I'm fucking sick of it. Uh, just fucking stop it. It's just annoying. Yeah. I don't, I, like, we don't want to. F- what is it? You know, I want to change your face. Like, that's literally what you're doing. What's what you're saying to somebody when you? Want to start throwing punches in their face or glassing them with a with a bottle? It's rare that people ever don't regret it. Yes. Um, okay. Cool. Um, yeah, I got punched two, two in the face two weeks um, before my wedding when we were defending when when I was uh, defending actually that um, person that we know that got a little bit carried away with the gym <laughs> at the Gosford RSL. All right. So you're you're obviously going to stick around with this this whole thing over the um, next sort of two, three, four, five years, whatever it turns out to be. What um, from my side of things, all I want is that uh, somebody that people have this uh, central location where they can chuck some earbuds in. Yep. When they're heading off to work, um, once or twice, three times a week, whatever it happens to be, uh, I see such an overwhelming amount of support happening on the um, blokes advice again, who we're not directly affiliated with at all whatsoever, nor do we represent. But if you do want to check out their merchandise, jump on blokesadvice.com. Uh, all we're here to do is give whatever limited advice we can to blokes. Um, and kind of share our stories as well and hopefully in time yeah. um, have some have some guests on who can share their stories. Yeah. It's, not, it's not even about learning from 
the mistakes of people that are here, but more so understanding that mistakes will be made and, and you can recover from those. Um, we're all going to fuck up. Um, but yeah, back, back directly to that point on, on blokes advice and, um, the multiple Facebook groups that exist at the moment in that vein is I'm astounded. Um, I mean, we live in an age and a society now where it's fucking disgusting to be a white male. Uh, every male's a rapist. I, I went up to a mate's, um, bucks party on the gold coast, um, back in March, I think it was. And there was three of us standing in an elevator and we're all, uh, I think there was four of us, but all four of us were very well educated, very well paid. Um, sorry about spitting on you then. You deserved it. Did it make it? <laughs> I think it went in your beer. Um, is uh, the four of us in the elevator were, were very well educated professionals, all paid very well. We get three floors down and a woman jumps in the elevator, stands there. And I, I mean, I'm six foot four, so I sort of tower over people. I can't help that. That's just my height. Um, yes, you can. You're white and you're tall. And yeah, you're exactly. You change I fucking choose to be this. <laughs> she gets in the elevator and goes, oh, you look like a bunch of criminals. And I was like, okay. Well, I mean, you haven't, like, you got into an elevator with four dudes and you've started off with that. Well done, dickhead. <laughs> so the elevator starts going down and um, she, uh, what she say? I think it was something like, oh, well, I'll be lucky to get out of this lift without getting raped. That sounds... But like in a really fucking accusatory way too. That's very strange behaviour. I was fucking livid. I was livid. That And I mean, I didn't fire back with anything to... She had a bit of a rash on her neck and I was like, you might want to get that rash looked at by a doctor. (laughs) (laughs) But, and then she was... And then she got off the lift. But I mean, I was fucking fuming. Um... That seems to be the society that we're living in at the moment. And, and it's this really negative thing to be a man, somebody who looks after your family, somebody who, I mean, fuck the money side of things, but regardless of whatever wage inequality or equality there is, I don't give a shit. But if, if you're a man these days who's going to, to go out there and work your fucking guts out to make sure that your family that you've produced, their life is better than the life that you had before you, that somehow is fucking pissed on by our ultra-progressive society that we've established. And I guess I I just want to say to whatever males that are out there, just fucking keep your chin up. Be respectful to women. Be respectful to your your brothers as in your your fellow male maids. Um, Just fucking be supportive. And and kudos to the blokes' advice um, creators. That's, That's done an exceptional job in bringing together a community of... Admittedly, it seems like 80% of the comments on there are a little bit of trolling. Yeah. And, nah, nah, just fucking <coughs> kick her in the cunt. <laughs> but, uh, you know, once you sort of wade through the bullshit that exists there, um, you do see, you know, what were you saying earlier today? There was a guy who said uh, he's left his missus because his missus was beating him. Like yeah, legit, there was a, yeah, a case of domestic violence and he was leaving um, his um, ex and he was taking the kids. He had full custody and didn't really have any, um, you know, enough funds to... You know, just didn't have properly. anywhere to live. Yeah, and yeah. Um, he kind of reached out on the page, and I think a lot of people um, quickly jumped on to. Um, yeah, I think he, he said he had about ten dollars or something uh, yeah, to yeah, feed the kids. He had one bag of clothes for, for each of the kids. Yeah, and um, and within an hour, there yeah, was support's been amazing. There was fifty to sixty posts offering support, and, and that that's the kind of power. And look, 
we do live in a society where you kind of got to be, you got to question the guy that's actually put up the post. Like it sucks that we're there now, but there's been so many fucking fake GoFundMe pages and stuff like that. What, Israel Folau? I don't know which one to hit. (laughs) I don't know. They're all funny. Oh, God. Um, Yeah. Yeah. It was good to see. And I think it's, um, you know, and not just um, blokes advice. I think there's other groups and pages out there that are going to have a similar theme. And um, I think further on that we will touch on those a lot more because... I think it's the general theme that we're going for um, with a you know advice for blokes yep. that um, it's kind of supporting each other, supporting your mates, um, and really supporting yourself so that you can support the others around you and be yeah. have more you know hopefully a bit more stability and a little bit more understanding of what's going yeah, on. Feel better about yourself, and yeah. then that that kind of enables you to. Um, to, to reach out and, and help and not feel give alone a leg up. as well because yeah, give a leg up I think that's quite common a lot of blokes have thoughts in their head that you yeah. don't think that you want to say to anyone but maybe if you're reading it or hearing it on a podcast um, yeah. that someone's been through an experience similar to you and that's how they've dealt with it uh, it's going to help you be able to, to deal with it yourself fuck yeah um, alright man uh, cheers high five high five Thank thanks you. for number one in the uh, in the can so to speak um yeah, it's been awesome. I hope we can um, yeah, thanks, crack on with two, three, four, five, Josh. six, seven, eight, nine. <laughs> Pleasure. Um, anyway, take it easy, and you'll uh, you'll get that shit up on the the grams and the facebooks. We'll I'll do. have to go back through and figure out what the shit was that we needed to post up. We should probably have a notebook. We should have a notebook. I have, I have a notebook, but next time. Uh, all right, boys, be good to each other. Peace out. Cheers.